Greetings, my fellow nerds. It is I, Jack, the humble DM of Last Nerds on Earth. This week, our stand-in DM, Cube, continues his one-shot adventure with our alternate heroes. Their attempts to escape the jail have gone fairly smooth so far, but they know not what lies ahead. Come along as we join them on part two of their jailbreak escape here on Last Nerds on Earth. So let's uh, pick up where we just were. So you guys have just uh, walked through these gigantic iron double doors uh, into this long, dimly lit hallway, correct? Yep. All right. So you guys are going to, I assume, be walking down the hallway. You're going to be walking for a little while. And as you walk along, Kyle, you start to notice that just like the walls of your cell, the walls and floor and of this uh of this tunnel are you know wet and slimy and you guys start to notice a sort of foul scent coming off the walls of the tunnel it's 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 weak at first but uh it seems just you know like rot as you're going along you guys are it's it's a pretty long tunnel but eventually, you come to an opening. As you walk through it, you see a large cavern, which is lit with torches on the walls. So you've got relatively good visibility. But you can see at the other end of it, there is another opening and a set of doors. But in between that is what appears to be a large lake with a number of tiny islands dotted uh, around it. There's there's four islands to be exact in the middle of this large underground lake. And you you go you know you go up to the uh, bank of the lake and you can see that it's you know maybe a hundred feet or so maybe a little more a little less to the other side. Hatchet turns you guys and says, "All right, this is where they separate the men from the boys." Well, I mean, I'm assuming we just need to go through the door on the other side. How hard is that? We'll just just. We'll- we can get there. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Sure, sure. After you. Yeah, Kyle. Yeah, you go first. Let's uh, let's see how how everything goes. See, now I suddenly don't want to. Where are you guys standing in relation to the to the bank of the lake? Uh, well, I would say I'm one of the last ones, so I'm probably behind Hatchet and Kyle at this point. And I'm behind him. Yeah, I'm, I'm guess I'm up front. I, I'd say I'm about three quarters from the door to the uh, to the shore. In that case, uh, the man the hatchet, he's going to turn to you guys and he's going to he's going to look at all of you and you're going to see him move his hands in a sort of a weird way. You can tell he's doing some sort of hand gesture and muttering some words. You see his eyes glow a little bit and then it fades away with no noticeable effects. And he says, all right, that should make our lives a little easier. And then as he says that, Kyle, I assume, I believe you said you're the closest to the bank. Yeah. So I need you to make me a strength saving throw. A strength saving throw. But yeah. <laughs> Why did you choose that one? Oh, fucking A. Uh, 20. I rolled a 19 on the die, so sweet. Nice. All right. So, and who's within uh, five feet of him? Would that be, anyone, would anyone be right behind him? Uh, I guess I would be, yeah. 
Alright, then I need you to also make a strength yeah, saving so throw. I would probably be there too. Alright, then all of you make strength good. saving throws. <laughs> okay, so, uh, there it is. 13, I want to say minus one, yeah, minus one, 12. 15 plus one, 16. Who was it? It was Kelzu, you got a 12? Yes. Alright, so Kelzu, um, well, all of you see, uh, all of a sudden, there's a strong wave comes up from the lake you know it's a it's a calm underground lake but a tide surges out crunk and kyle you two managed to fight off the strength of this tide but kelzu uh you being a tiny little gnome you're you're uh, pulled by the strength of this water and as the tide recedes quickly it pulls you under the water into the lake i'm gonna need all of you guys to roll initiative for me all right Go thirteen. Fifteen plus initiative. Uh, eighteen for me. Okay, so I get advantage on initiatives with my character because great because that sucked that first one. Okay. Oh <laughs> Jesus! First one was a one. Second one was a two. So I get a two plus three <laughs> for a five. Crunk was five. Uh, Kyle. Eighteen. We're eighteen. And Kelzu. 13. All right. So, uh, Kelzu, what you see, uh, you're not first in the initiative, but what you see underwater, you notice that you're able to breathe, luckily. And you see uh, this massive creature staring you in the face. It's uh, a long underwater creature with... uh, you know, big gaping mouth full of rows of teeth. It's got a pale blue body that kind of goes back in, you know, four or five long tentacles. Uh, and it seems to just be staring at you and sizing you up. And you can't move right now, but we'll get back to that. So, Kyle, you're first on the initiative. You saw your friend get pulled into the water. What are you going to do? Uh, fuck. I, I look at uh, I look at another guy and I'm like, can you swim? Uh, well, uh, I I can. I tend to sink, but yeah. All right, watch him. I point a hatchet and I go diving into the lake. <laughs> All right, so as you dive into the lake, you two find that uh, you're holding your breath at first, but you find that uh, you can actually. You know, you, you take a little bit of a, a jolt as your body hits the cold water. And you notice when you breathe in a little bit of water, you can actually breathe just fine. You can deduce that that's probably what Hatchet was doing, luckily for you. You see also, uh, right in front of you, you see Kelzu kind of transfixed in the gaze of this large, you know, tentacly creature. And what are you going to try to do? Uh, I'm going to try to grab Kelzu. And, and drag him back out of the lake. So you're going to swim up to him, then make yeah. me a, <laughs> let's call that a strength check to swim with Kelzu. Uh, 15. Right, so you just make it. So you manage to grab Kelzu and you start to swim away. You manage to get just about up to shore. You're still underwater, but like you're grasping onto the shore. Yeah, do you have any other, uh, anything else you'd like to do? <laughs> I'm just going to let my main goal right now is just to get Kelzu and get out of the water. Just, you know, being in the water with things that want to eat me are generally not things I feel like doing. (laughs) 
Fair enough. <laughs> it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty low on the list of things I enjoy. So yeah, you managed to get Kelzu kind of out of the water, and you're you're in the water, you know, grasping onto the edge. And when all of a sudden, rising out of the water, you see this thing sort of rise above the water. You see these tentacles that it's got right at the back. They swing, you know, faster than you could imagine they could come down. And one of them is going to try to come down right on top of Kelzu, and one on Kyle. Let's see. Kelzu, will a... 20 hit. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. <laughs> Could you imagine if I said no? <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you are going to take ooh, uh, only eight damage as this tentacle, you know, slams down. You were just thrown up onto the shore. This thing slams down and catches you in the legs. You know, it's not, it, it was a glancing blow, but it still hurt like hell. Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially on those little gnome legs. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the next tentacle is going to come down on Kyle. Will a 13 hit you? Actually, uh, it ties me. Ties you, so that means it hits, unfortunately. Okay. I would like to use... I have uncanny dodge. Sure. Uh, what does that do again? It reduces damage. Um, it, it lets me take half damage as a reaction. Alrighty. So you're going to take uh, okay. originally. Bear in mind, because I'm not 100%, I have to actually be able to see what I'm dodging. Yeah, that's a fair. It's a fair thing to say. You can see it. Yeah. Uh, you're going to take 12 halved to 6 damage as this tentacle kind of whacks you. You manage to see it coming and dodge out of the way a little bit, but you know, you're in its territory. It's, uh, it's still got a leg up on you or a tentacle yeah. up on you, I suppose. All right, and that is going to be the end of that turn. And we're going to go to Kelzu. It is now your turn. What are you going to do? Okay, I want to cast... Oh, man, there are so many options. Oh, yeah. Let's say Thunder Wave. Just on the tentacle and right in front of me. All right. What is that? Is that an attack roll? And, uh... Yeah, a wave of thunder is forced leaks from out you. Each creature within a 15-foot cube originating from you must make a constitution saving throw. Creature takes 2d8 thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away. So I imagine that would just be the tentacle, not the entire thing. Yeah. And then successful save, it takes half as damage and isn't pushed. What was the, uh, the save again? 16. On which stat? That was a... Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> 21 will save. Oh, uh, yes, it will. All right, perfect. So it's still going to be half damage, right? Yes. What does that come out to? So it'll be... 48... But it's going to be halved, so it'll be 2d8. Seven, and a three, ten. Alrighty, so that's a, that's a decent chunk of change. So you send this thunder wave, you know, jolting through this thing's skin, and you know, it's uh, it's used to living underwater. It's not too fond of electricity. And you see it kind of reel back a little bit. And on that, unless you've got anything else? Uh, nope. Alright, then we're going to move to Krunk. What is Krunk gonna do? All right. Well, how far away is the the tentacle to me now? 
the the main body of the creature and the tentacle is about you know 10 15 feet away all right so i'm definitely gonna run uh 15 feet uh while i'm doing that i'm gonna pull my great axe from my back and i'm going to swing it as hard as i can at that tentacle all right make me an attack roll Alrighty. All right. How about a natural twenty? It's it's close. All righty. Yeah. And that was plus four proficiency anyway, so twenty-four. Yeah. Roll roll you some damage, man. Okay. So damage. Let's see. Let's see what that damage is gonna be. Okay, that would be on the weapon itself, right? Uh, where is it? There it is. Okay, so damage is 1d12 plus 5. And then I get an extra damage roll with my character. So I get 10 plus 5. So 15 plus 7. So 22. 22? 22. Alrighty. Uh, that yeah, that's a that's a decent chunk of change. So you take this swing, uh, you see it, you know, bite right into the flesh of this creature, and it kind of spills out black blood from the wound. It seems to be uh, significantly perturbed. All right, and uh, just to tell you, I get that extra uh, roll melee hit if I get a crit. So that's why that happened. Okay. Okay. Alrighty, so uh, let's see. So I get to hit another time. So I took out the tentacle. Am I? I'm guessing I'm right at the body too now. Yeah, it's it's within. It's you could say it's within reach. Okay, so I am going to swing at the body now. Alrighty. Ouch. Okay, that was uh, crit one. So yeah. On that, make me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. So that's going to be six plus three, uh, nine. All right. So as you uh, run towards this thing, swinging your great axe, you get one great hit in on its uh, tentacle. Then you decide to get cocky and go for the body. But this creature, it's pretty good in the water. It manages to dodge away. And in your fervor, you stumble and find yourself falling right into the water. Okay. Well, uh, I think as my bonus action, I'm going to enter rage before I fall in. You are not raging. You are so angry at the water. You hate swimming. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Just how it be. (laughs) All right. Uh, On that note, I need all of you guys to make me an intelligence saving throw. Oh, man. 16 for me. 22. Okay, so I'm a one minus one. So, <laughs> ouch. <laughs> Yikes. All right, so, Crunk, uh, you're in the water, right? You see, all of a sudden, the water uh, freezes over on top with a thick, impenetrable layer of ice. It's impossible for you to get above the surface. Ah, crap. You two see nothing of the sort. And on that note, Kyle, it's your turn. Uh, can I can I still see the creature? Yeah, you can still see the creature. Like, is how far from me is like his main body? The main body is maybe about ten feet now. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to 
I don't know how wide his field of vision is. I'm gonna try to get out of his sight so I can, I can kind of flank him. Alrighty. That's that's what I'm trying to do. I wanna I wanna try to move to flank him out of his sight line. Okay. Uh, so yeah. where are you trying to move to? Um. I Keep in mind, you're standing at the bank of the lake. So anywhere you move, you're gonna have to swim. Yeah. Uh, and he's he's in the water. Yeah. Um. All right, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna try to. I'll have to get in the water, and I'm gonna try to swim. Uh, beside, you know, to the side of him, preferably out of his field of view. That's my goal here. Just get out of his his normal field of view. Alrighty. So I can try to uh, sneak attack him. All right, so you, I uh, imagine you're going to take your movement, dive in the water. Forget about, uh, what's your movement speed? Uh, my move, my base movement speed is 30. Okay, so just keep in mind your movement speed is halved when you're in water. Yeah. So you managed to get, you know, 15 feet along. You're about like halfway along the body of this thing. You're, you're taking a pretty wide breadth. Yeah. Uh, you're still you're still a little ways away from it though. You can't you. I mean, you can get like right up to the side of it if you want. Yeah. Am I? Well, I'm still using that guard spear that I took. Like that's still my main weapon at this point. Okay. Um. Does that have reach? So, uh, I mean, it's it's. Give me a sec. Because I just I just assume that it's a basic spear that you gave that guard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if it's a spear, then do spears have reach? I can't remember. See, properties, throne, and versatile. Yeah, then it doesn't have reach. Damage, damage type piercing. So, yeah, it doesn't seem to have reach. Nope. It is a simple weapon, which is why I can use it. Yeah, um, so you got to get right up to the side of this thing if you want to do anything. Yeah. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get in close, but... Like I said, I'm trying to get out of his out of his field of vision. Okay. So, I will I will like is that gonna take my whole turn, um, or like is it just? No, I mean you that that'll take your movement. All right. So that's the goal. Once I'm out, um, I'm gonna try to like jam the spear to maybe an eye or something. Something I'm looking for like a critical point, something soft that I can really get some damage in. Okay, so let me get this straight. You're trying to remain out of its field of vision and then hit it in the eye? Well, okay. Okay, yeah, that's, that's dumb. Now that I'm actually thinking about what it's saying. Uh, I'm glad you agree. tired. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay, so I'm just, I just want to get around behind it and then I'm just going to stab it with the spear. Just All right, so you're going to stab it in the butt. Yeah. Go ahead and roll and stab it in the butt. <laughs> Right, right up under whatever its butthole is. Just, uh, it's exact. Right. So that's that's a seven plus. Where's my crap? Where did it go? Uh, so that's eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. It's twelve to hit. It's probably not going to be enough. That is not going to be enough to hit. Yeah. Is that all you can do? Uh, at the moment, yes. All right. So you, you make a jab, but unfortunately, yeah, you know, you're kind of back there amidst uh, massive tentacles 
Yeah. And they're kind of swirling around. You can't exactly get a precise hit in, but you make a good effort. And on that, at the end of your turn, uh, I'd like you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oof. Uh, three. Uh, yeah, that's no fun. So you look at this uh, this creature, and right as you go to jab at it, you see it turns its gaze to you. You feel an invasive presence in your mind. And you try to fight it, and it, it pushes deeper and deeper, but you just can't hold on. You hear it start to speak to you, not exactly in words, but in ideas. You're pretty damn convinced, and you are now charmed. So that means you are uh, under the ab- uh, under this creature's control, and you can't take any reactions. So yeah. can, can I take any actions, or am I totally dominated by this creature? Uh, you are controlled by it. You can choose how to interpret the commands it gives you, but you are... Yeah, you are, you are controlled completely by it. You are charmed. Could I say reach into my coat and grab that flower that I was given earlier? You could get, you could try that, yeah. Uh, so you can you can do that on your next turn. Okay. Moving on, it is our lovely friend's turn here. And he is going to make, uh, say, three attacks. Two at Krunk, and one is going to be at Kelzu. Crunk, I'm guessing that a 21 will hit. Yes, and it will hit, and I do have resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage while I'm enraged. Yep, so you will take half damage. Uh, the second one will also hit you, and Kelzu, I'm guessing uh, 20 hits you. Definitely, and I do not have resistance. <laughs> yeah, y'all are, y'all are going to be taking some damage. Alright, so Kelzu, you're gonna take uh, 12 damage as this Abolith, uh, it it swings another tentacle right onto you, uh, just pummeling you. Krunk, you're going to take a total of uh, 27 halved to, I believe, what? 13? 14? 14. 14. Oh man. 27 halved to 14 damage. Yeah. (laughs) Quite, quite good. Why won't it let me... Hmm. <laughs> uh, on that note, it is now going to be Hatchet's turn. Uh, Hatchet has been... Yeah, Hatchet's been a little passive up to now. But Hatchet is going to turn to Kelzu, and uh, he is going to pull out a staff. He's going to point the staff at at Kelzu, and a beam of light is going to be expelled from it and hit you. And you're going to feel rather invigorated, and you are going to regain 12 hit points. Nice. And that is going to be his turn, and we're going to move right to you, Kelzu. All right, I'll uh, turn to Hatchet and just say, thank you so much, friend, thank you very much. And then I'm going to cast Magic Missile on, uh, are there any tentacles out? Yeah, yeah, you, you can yeah. you can target some tentacles, yeah. Okay, can I see the body? Yeah, the body is uh, just very slightly resting below water, but you can still see it. All right, so there's gonna be a total of six bolts. I'm casting it as a fourth level spell. All right. So I'm gonna do one on three, ten, one on each dope, tentacle. So three, three for the tentacles, and then three at the body. Alrighty. Just to add some flavor. So that's five, eight, 
13, 16, 18, 9, wait, 18, 23. 23 damage altogether. Alright, so you send these six, you know, magic missiles just pew, 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 careening, you know, at this, uh, this giant tentacled beast. Uh, and they hit one after the other, and it just gets battered around a little bit. Uh, it, it definitely hurt. It is not happy about this. Good. That's what I wanted. <laughs> and, uh, at the end of your turn, it is, uh, going to make an attack at you. Will a 23 hit you? Yep. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> All right, then you're going to take 12 damage. Okay. As uh, it it feels these magic missiles slam into it, and it's like, you know what? No, I don't I don't want you being healed. I'm going to do... I care about your healing. Gonna go, I'm going to go exactly <laughs> against you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and on that note, it is Krunk's turn. Okay, so I'm under the water right now, and it just looks like there's ice above me and I can't get through, right? Yeah, yeah, you you don't think you can make it, uh, make it through. Am I standing under the water or am I swimming? You're, you're under, you're swimming under the water. Okay. Uh, am I able to try to hit the ice? You try can try to, to hit through? the ice if you want. Okay. I'm gonna try to break through it. Yeah, go ahead and try to break through it. Um, make a make an attack roll for me. Uh, 19. All right, so uh, you smash your great axe into the ice. You know, it's a, it's a little hard to swing underwater, but it doesn't even chip. Damn it! You you think this has just got to be some super strong magical sort of ice? Uh, you won't be able to you know get through this. You don't think? Okay, uh, so how close I uh, can I see the creature under the water? Yeah, you're within yeah you know, 15 feet of it. Okay, so I'm gonna move towards it and then swing at it with my axe under the water. All right, so you're gonna take a swing. Uh, make make your swing. We are 13 plus four, 17. That'll hit. All right, so damage. That what, what was that again? Okay, so that's gonna be one d twelve plus five. Oh man, what is with my crit ones today? Uh, six. Alrighty, uh, is gonna take six damage. Oh, uh, six to hit or no, six damage. Yeah, six damage. Yeah. Sorry. All right, uh, you you swing at it. Um, yeah, you know, again, great axe. Yeah, you know, you're you're maybe not used to using it underwater, but you know you you got it. You got a hit in, and it bleeds a little bit. Okay. On that note, uh, is that the end of your turn? Uh, I think before I go, I am gonna move away a bit. I don't want to be right near it, so I'm gonna move as far away as I can from it at this point until I hit the ice, I guess. Okay, uh, keep in mind that you are currently engaged with it, so you'll be taking an attack of opportunity if you move away. If I move away? Oh, you're right. Okay, uh, yeah, and I already used my action, so I guess I'm staying put. Alrighty. Uh, in that case, at the end of your turn, it was Kyle that was charmed by it, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Kyle, uh, you're going to feel the invasive force pry at your mind again, um, almost just like a scream 
and you are going to take 14 psychic damage as this thing just burrows at the depths of your mind. All right. But uh, this does give you the opportunity. uh, Make a wisdom saving throw for me. Okay. Can I also... No, that was that was wrong. Uh, can I also try to grab that flower that I have on me? Uh, you can make an attempt, but uh, make it's the saving throw for me first. Yeah. Ooh, I might, I might actually make this. Please let me make it. It's it's a fifteen because I have a wisdom of zero, so I just get what I roll. Uh, so as you as you take this just immense pain from this uh, invasive being, you feel you know a moment where the pain releases you manage to grab onto a single moment of clarity there and you manage to wrench your mind away from this invasive force and you are now back to your wits <laughs> I know, this is quite impressive let's see Kelzu, you're still on the ground right yes i'm going to need you to make a strength saving throw for me oof Three. Mm. Okay, uh, so <laughs> as you're standing up there from the safety of your little perch, uh, casting magic missiles at the thing, uh, the abolith is going to send forth a surge of water again, and it's going to grab you. And again, you're, you're not very strong in stature. It's going to pull you inside the water. You're about 20 feet in now, and you will be knocked prone. Okay. And... At that, it is Kyle's turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to stab the beast. I'm just going to... I'm free of him. You trying to stab it in the butt again? or? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to get try for a, uh, a sneak attack action. Okay. Dodge and just kind of ram him. Uh, let's see if I can get a good roll. 16. 16? That is not going to hit. You're so close, and you jab this spear, and you think you catch it, but it turns out to just be a little bit of a membrane, you know, coming off of its tentacle. Uh, so close, yet so far. Just, I just cannot hit this thing. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's difficult. Okay, so it is now the big bad beastie's turn. He's going to see that Kyle, you've broken free of his control. He's going to get angry. He's going to aim uh, two tentacle attacks your way. And one's going to go towards Crunk. Let's see. Uh, Kyle, will a 21 hit? <laughs> Absolutely it will. All right. And then I'm guessing a 25 will also hit. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. All right. You were going to take 19 damage as two tentacles just come flying towards you from inside the water. Good lord badgering you about. Oof, I'm hurting. Crunk is a... What's that? How do math? Is a 15 going to hit you? Uh, yeah, because it is my armor class. Yes. Ah, rough. Um, so you're going to take... You are going to take 16 damage. And as... Yeah, halved. Halved to an eight. Nice. As one tentacle slams you right across the chest. And then on that, uh, Hatchet is going to go. Uh, Hatchet is going to... Uh, he's also been pulled underwater, by the way. Hatchet is going to regain his senses. Um, and he's going to uh, point 
his staff at Kyle again. Shoot a beam of light right out of the end of that thing. And it seems, uh, seems, you know, just the same as the first time, kind of amplified by the water. And you are going to regain 12 hit points, Kyle. Okay. And at that, that's the end of his turn. You see him mouth something underwater, but yeah, you can't hear it. And on that, it is going to be Kelzu. You are currently underwater and I believe knocked prone. Yes. What are you going to do? Can I see the uh, the body now? Yeah. And and I can breathe underwater. Like this, yep. we can breathe in this water. That's okay. Definitely take note of that. <laughs> okay. This is kind of an experiment. I want to cast Firebolt. Okay. I approve this one. I approve it. <laughs> underwater? <laughs> well, I can breathe under the water. So, and there's apparently ice. Do I see the ice now? No, you don't see the ice. I don't see the ice? Okay. Well, there was was apparently ice, but I mean, I'm not going to factor that in because he didn't know that. But it, if I could breathe underwater, maybe I could do other things underwater. Alrighty. So that's my experiment. Uh, so what is fireball? Is that an attack roll? Uh, firebolt is, yeah, it's a it's a cantrip, ranged attack. Yeah. Hey, uh, make a, oh god, I don't know, make a ranged attack roll. Yes. It's Fourteen plus eight, twenty-two. Nice. Right, I'm going to say that, um, yeah, I'm going to say that you expel this uh, bolt of fire from your fingertips and, you know, you see the water, you know, just kind of instantly flash boil in a straight line going to this thing. And uh, how much damage are you dealing? 2d10 fire damage. Uh, go for it. Nine and a four. 13. So yeah, it's going to take, uh, it doesn't seem like it hurt quite as much as it should have. Um, it seems like, you know, it, it definitely got hurt. You know, it's like it got hit by scalding water, which even it isn't used to. Um, definitely didn't look like it did as much as you were hoping. Okay. And that, uh, that brings us to Crunk. Okay, so I'm still at the body, so I am going to swing my great axe at it again. And I am a uh, 17 plus 4, 21. 21 will definitely hit. Okay, and then that is going to be a d12 plus 5, and then I get a plus 3 because I'm raging and forgot that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I am a... A uh, total of 17 damage. Oh, all right. 17 damage. Nice. So you, you sink your axe into the flesh of this thing, and you manage to get a much more significant blow than you did last time. Okay. And uh, it's hurting. I'm going to take it out and swing it again. All right. Make me another attack. Uh, dirty 20, 16 plus 4. That'll hit. Okay, so I am a... Uh... Wow, that is... What's with my crit ones, man? So I am a <laughs> one uh, plus five, so six plus three, nine. All right. Yeah, you, uh, you sink it in. Not, not quite as hard as the first time, but yeah, you got a decent chunk out. Yeah, is that is that the end of your turn? Yep, that's it, because I'm not going to move. 
So at the end of your turn, uh, you see this big creature. It turns its gaze to you furiously, and you start to feel an invasive presence tickle the reaches of your mind and make a wisdom saving throw for me. Is he trying to charm me? He might be. Because if he is, I have mindless rage, so I cannot be charmed or frightened while I'm raging. Ah, there you go. Then uh, you feel this uh, this tickle at the corner of your mind, uh, but you're just so mindless that you know it, it falls on deaf ears. You're completely immune to it. All right. <laughs> nice. That is going to be... Gotta love the berserker, man. Yeah. All right. Um, so you guys are going to see this creature is going to kind of start you know, moving around a little bit. It's going to maneuver through the water. And you guys are all going to have to make strength saving throws for me. Okay. I'm a 21. Three again. Oof. I only got a nine. <laughs> All right, so everyone except Crunk, um, you are pulled um, by you know, this strong underwater whirlpool kind of drags you, riptide grabs you, and pulls you uh, about 15 feet away from this creature as it sort of, you know, backs up a little bit and starts maneuvering around you. You guys are no longer engaged with it. Uh, but Krunk, uh, you're going to get an attack of opportunity on it as it kind of tries to swim slightly back. Okay. All right. So, uh, let's see. So that's uh, 15 plus 4, 19. All right, 19. That's going to hit. All right. Do your so damage. Damage. I am a... Uh, 14 total. 14, dang. All right, yeah, you uh, you managed to get a swing at this thing's tentacle as it's flipping away. Uh, and yeah, you were uh, you definitely heard it. At that, it is going to be Kyle. It's your turn. You're now about you know 15 feet away from this thing. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna get in close. I'm gonna get in close to it again, and. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to sneak attack it again. Alright, go for it. If I can even hit the darn thing. Uh that is nineteen. Nineteen, that'll hit. Uh finally, freaking hit the thing. Okay. So I get the damage of my spear plus the this is a sneak attack. So all right, my spear is a spear itself is a d6 plus one, so it's five plus six plus eleven, another eleven. All right, so twenty-seven damage total. All right, so yeah, you uh, you you're hitting this then hard. It is not looking very happy right now. You can tell it's uh, it's visibly leaking, you know, black blood out into the water around you, uh, sort of fogging the area. But yeah, it's not very happy about this. At the end of your turn, it is going to make a swipe at you with its tail. Will an 18 hit you? Yes, an 18 will hit me. All right. So you are going to take a mighty 15 bludgeoning damage as this thing, wow, you know, rocks around and slaps you with its tail. That, that hurts. I am at one health. (laughs) That's not good. Like, he walloped me. You're always the one to get hurt the most, man. (laughs) (laughs) It's a conspiracy. (laughs) 
It is our lovely friend, the Ableth's turn. Uh, so this big creature, it is going to look around and it's going to look at Kelzu. You are going to feel uh, tickling at the reaches of your minds, a tendril, a thread of some other consciousness. Uh, and I need you to make a wisdom saving throw for me. How about an 18? Oh, yeah. 18. So you feel this thing, it starts to get more and more violent, and it reaches deeper into your mind. But uh, you, in all, of your, in all of your studies, you've managed to learn about things like this, and you know how to shield your mind now. And you think about your favorite thing. What is your favorite thing? Probably my brother. Like, he was my favorite thing. Thoughts of your brother fill your head, and just all of the wonderful times you spent together. And you focus on that thought solely, and slowly the tendrils start to fade away. Nice. I would say that underwater, I go, nice. (laughs) (laughs) At that... Uh, it is going to be Hatchet's turn. And you guys are going to see, uh, he pulls out this little emblem again uh, and mutters some words underwater. Uh, and you guys are going to see that uh, a bright light, you know, radiates from around him. Not quite not quite as divine as the one you saw earlier, but you guys are all going to feel rejuvenated by this. And all of you are going to regain 14 hit points. Nice. Excellent. And at that, um, the our lovely friend here is actually going to make a swipe at Hatchet. Your lovely healer and friend is going to be under duress soon, and he's going to take. Ooh, ouch! So you guys see, uh, as soon as Hatchet gets targeted by this, uh, or as soon as Hatchet heals you guys up, um, he gets slammed with. Um, with the tail of this thing and it kind of you know, knocks him sideways in the water and he loses his senses for a second and then snaps too but oh, it was a tough one uh, and on that it is going to be Kelzu your turn so was anyone in the water the first time I casted Thunderwave? no but uh, was I um, in there yet? well I mean you, you didn't cast it at the water you casted it at the um, at, at the creature yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Kels is the one I saved from the water, right? Yes. Yes. So I would have been like literally right next to him. Yeah, no, Kelsu was above ground though, wasn't he? For that? Yeah, I was. Okay. I was uh, above water, yeah. Okay, well, shoot, there goes that idea. And Krunk's still fairly close to it. Yep, pretty close. But it is a it is you know a larger creature. Yeah, but the end of a sixty foot cone would probably catch him too. Uh, well, it depends. You you might be able to uh, a sixty foot cone. Yeah, I want to do cone of cold. Okay. Uh, um, I'm gonna say you can you can catch this thing without catching anyone else in the midst okay. if you angle it just right. All right. I'm doing it. There might be some risk, you know, if you roll natural one, but try not to do that. I will try my very best. Don't roll oh, away. Do I have to roll anything? It's a constitution <laughs> save of 16. Oh, con save? Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, since you guys are all in the water, um, it, I, I'm going to say all of you guys need to make it with advantage if you want to do that. Okay. that good with you? Okay. Yeah, yeah that's good. Okay. It's a con save. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing an eight doesn't save. No, it's a uh, sixteen, and my seven doesn't save either. <laughs> I I got sixteen because I have a con of negative one. I oh, got Kelsey, no. You don't, oh, you don't need to. You don't need to make the save, Kelsu, because you're the point of origin. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah, good. I, I may have I killed the rest of you just now. Really though. well on that. Yep, I got an eleven. Uh, yeah, what, so, what is? So everyone takes the damage. Uh, everyone who didn't make the save takes so the damage. Would, that would be me so far. And oh, so I don't have to take half damage for this? Uh, we'll say no. <laughs> oh, yeah, thank I you. think that's. Let's say that uh, anyone. The, the creature takes the full brunt of it. Anyone who got caught up in the collateral takes half damage or damn it. or none. So if you if you failed your save, take half damage. If you succeeded on your save, take none. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I, I got a 16. I met the save. Uh, hopefully that's a pass. I'm, I'm going to need a calculator for this one. Ouch. Uh. <laughs> Ouch. Because if you make me take the damage, that's... I'm gonna drown. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shit. You're rolling very well, aren't you? <laughs> oh god, I love the sound of those dice. <laughs> how, many, how many times are you rolling? <laughs> Eight. Two Some more. <laughs> You've done killed your friends. I, I, I might, might have. have. <laughs> I very well might have. Okay. 32 is the full damage. So it would okay. be 16 for half. Oh, that's fine. Nice. I'm a, I'm well, a do, you, do you have resistance to cold damage? Nope, I do not. I imagine it's cold damage, isn't it? Yes. Then, unfortunately... You're gonna have to take uh, the full damage on that one. Oh, for half, half of it. No, half of it. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good. I'm a beast. I'm still at 63. There nice. we go. On that note, it is going to be Crunk's turn. All right. Uh, am I still right up on it, or do I have to make my way towards it again? No, you have to make your right way towards it again. Okay. How far away from me? Eh, about 15 feet. All right, so no big deal. I'm gonna uh, make my way towards it still because I am raging and I want to slice this thing into two. So I'm gonna make another great axe throw at it. Alrighty. Oh, okay, so I am a... Damn, I rolled bad on that one, a 12. That is not gonna hit. Okay, so I'm gonna try again with my second attack. 21. That'll hit. Alright. Okay. I got a total of 11. 3 plus 5 plus 3. Alrighty. So you swing once at this thing and you see your axe sort of uh, just barely misses it. And then you manage to correct and swing back another time and you manage to manage to clip it pretty well. Now, this Abolith is, uh, it's, he's not happy. You know, he's, uh, you guys coming into his house, stepping in his, stepping in his home with your dirty shoes, you know, hit him with, hitting him with sharp, 
sharp objects. He started it. <laughs> He's pretty angry. So I'm going to need, I need all of you guys to make wisdom saving throws. Uh, that is, ooh, I rolled great. That is an 18 on I the I got a 14. And I got a lovely five. All right, so everyone who got below a f- uh, 14, so 14 saves. Uh, so just crunk, I'm guessing? Yep. This is going to be, you're going to take nine psychic damage as you just feel you know all of you guys hear this thing it's not it's not exactly invading your minds individually anymore you just feel this you know scream echoing at the corners of your minds kyle and kelzer you two managed to fight it off but crunk you get the full force of this thing okay and then that is going to make kyle's turn awesome i'm gonna try to stab the damn thing right in the butt sneak attack All right, stab it right in the butt. 24. Right in the butt. Got a 24. 24 to hit. That'll probably do it. Yes. All right. Now to hit the damn thing. I gotta do 21 damage. 21 damage. Nice. Yeah, you hit this thing pretty darn hard. Uh, you stab a spear right in the butt. Um, and this this creature is not consenting to this. Um, and water, water, as we know, does not make for good lubrication at all. So yeah, spear goes, you know, right in there. Uh, it's not very happy. <laughs> It's, it's so not happy that at the end of your turn, uh, it's going to swing its tail at you in anger. Uh, and will a 17 hit you? God damn it, yes. <laughs> you are going to take uh, 14 damage as this thing whacks you off the side of the head with its tail. 14 damage? Okay, I am not conscious and bleeding out. Well, no means no, man. <laughs> Should have thought of that earlier. <laughs> yeah, my next turn, I gotta, I gotta start making uh, death saves. Yep. Uh, so it is now our dear friend, uh, the Apolith. It is his turn, uh, and he is going to make. Uh, three attacks with his tentacles at Krunk. He's uh, he's not happy with you. Will a 16 hit? Yep. Uh, and then everything else will also hit. In which case, uh, I don't have enough D6s. Oh, dear God. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be having a hard time here pretty soon. <laughs> Uh, 16 plus You're going to take uh, 38 damage uh, halved to 19 as this thing just wham, wham, wham smacks you with its tentacles. It is, it is really, really angry at you. Okay, I'm getting down there now, but thank God for rage. Jeez. Mm. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> at that, um, Hatchet is going to take his turn. And he's going to once again uh, raise, you know, his emblem in the air. And seeing the arguable pickle that all of you guys are in, he's going to send some more radiant brilliance your way. 
and that's going to come in the form of 25 hit points each. You guys are going to regain as this guy, you know, he just sends out another burst of radiant light, uh, which means, Kyle, you will be back up to whatever you're at, and you are now conscious again and able to function. Uh, And on that, it's going to be the end of his turn, and he is going to take a a tail attack right to the face. Yeah, it's going to hit him, and he is... He is only going to take 10 damage. Right, so, you know, Hatchet's not looking too purdy. He could be worse. And on that, it is going to go to Kelzu. I'm going to cast Ray of Frost at, at our friend here. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was hoping that the Code of Cold would just kind of... I mean, you said he was, like, oozing out ink and stuff. I was hoping that was going to just take him out, but... No, not quite yet. see if this little guy does. Is a 13 hit? That does not. Hmm. So it does nothing. You send out this cone of cold, but you're, you're still a little disoriented from being underwater and you know massive tentacles. It man, you, your your ray of frost just you know slips right through the gap in between its uh, tentacles and the tail. Kelsey, you're gonna you're gonna feel that terrible presence again. You're gonna need you to make another wisdom saving throw. Ooh, that one might get me. Eleven. You try so hard to focus your mind, but all you can think about is the last moments you spent with your brother and how you wish there was something more. And your mind starts to get a little fogged and this invading presence manages to worm its way into your mind and you're now charmed. Oh no. It is what it is. And now it is Krunk's turn. All right. Well, I'm going to keep hacking away at any wounds that I see right in front of me. So, great axe again. Oh, that one was crappy. 12. Uh, 12 will not hit. Okay, and then my second go. Uh, 16. 16 will not hit. Oh, damn. Okay. Uh, is that all you can do? Yep, that's all I can do. I don't want to give him an opportunity. <laughs> Yeah, well, unfortunately, he has these lovely things called legendary actions, uh, which means at the end of your turn, Kelzu, you are going to feel this mind, uh, this this invasive presence in your mind uh, scream at you, and it's going to bombard you. And this thing, all of a sudden, it brings up the most painful memories you've ever had. You know, memories of being left at a young age and growing up with your brother and then your brother perishing in that terrible, terrible murder. And it's going to sadden you so much. You're so distraught. Uh, You're going to take 12 psychic damage. All right. Kyle, you are going to need to make a... Oh, yeah, yeah. You're going to make an intelligence saving throw for me. An intelligence saving throw? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, nat 20. Nat 20, all right. Uh, so you see, you know, in your mind, you start to see this. This evasive presence starts to come into your mind, and it tries to implant an image. It doesn't get very far. You just block it completely out. You're beautiful. Fantastic. <laughs> just like, oh. Yeah, that, Kyle, it is your turn. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, oh, stab, sneak attack. <laughs> all right, go for it. Just, just sneak an attack all the dang day long. Uh, sixteen. Sixteen will not hit. Darn it! 
that's all you can do? Uh, yeah, that's all I can really do at the moment. All right. So our dear old friend, Mr. Aboleth here, not feeling too happy about the whole, you know, vibe. And he is going to hit each of you with one attack from those slimy, beautiful tentacles. Crunk does a 16 hit. You said it does? Yep. yep. All right. Uh, Kyle does a 14 hit. Uh, yes. And Kelzu does a does a 12 yes. hit. Oh, no, it doesn't. <sighs> yes, it does. No? Actually, it does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hate to bring you up and down like that, but yeah. Wait. Oh. I just I just had a thought. What's uh, that? I've been forgetting to factoring in my uh, my armor. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't click the little button that you know adds it to my my AC. <laughs> so so what I wouldn't hit. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll let you skate by with this one. All right, that's a shady move you pulled on me. It only adds <laughs> a one, and I, I was looking through my inventory and I was like, "Wait, am I still wearing like that guard shit? Don't I have like anything?" Then I'm like, "Oh fuck, yeah, that's right." Crunk, uh, you are going to take uh, sixteen damage, rounded down to eight. Uh, and okay. Kelzu, you're going to take um, eight damage. Okay. And that is going to be uh, our dear friend Hatchet. He has still managed to save one thing. Kelzu, uh, not Kelzu, um, Hatchet, you guys are going to see he grabs his amulet again. Um, but instead of glowing with a, a radiant white light, it's going to go, it's going to glow black. A jet of just necrotic energy is going to shoot out uh, from with from his hand. You're going to see it jet out towards the ablith. The flesh, you know, on the outside of its skin start to just rot away in certain areas. It loses, you know, an entire tentacle just falls off and rots away sinks down into the abyss. Yeah. Ooh. And this thing is it's not looking happy about this, uh, about what just happened. And on that note, Kelzu, you're up. Okay, so I know that uh, the fire thing didn't work out too much, but I'm going to go for it again. And I'm going to cast Immolation, my last fifth level spot. That's the fifth level spell slot. It says, flames wreath one creature you can see within range. Target must make dex saving throw. It takes 8d6 fire damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful. Dex. And then it also, if it doesn't, uh, on the failed save, it also takes 4d6 fire damage at the beginning of each of its turns until it makes the 16 nice. save. Dang, so I'm guessing an 8 will not save. Definitely won't. All right, ro- roll your damage, Ron. Oh, man. 86. All right. Pulling the calculator out again. <laughs> so... 34. Holy 34. Crap. Dang, man. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah, uh, so you send out this just, you know, 
you raise up this immolation of fire, uh, and it doesn't manifest as fire, but all of you guys around, you start to see the water just bubble and pop around this creature. Uh, and all of a sudden, you know, the bubbling gets faster and faster and faster, and the entire area around the creature starts to boil. You see this creature is just lashing out and screaming, and when the spell ends, it's it's still it's still kicking, but it's got scald marks from the boiling water covered all over it. It's already lost a tentacle. It is not looking too good. Nicely done. And that he's gonna it's gonna make a tail attack at you because it was not too happy about that. That's yeah, understandable. <laughs> well, a dirty twenty, dirty twenty is gonna hit you. Yeah, definitely. You're going to take fifteen damage as this thing whacks you with its tail. All right. Getting down there, getting close. Yeah, yeah. I think next is Crunk. Yep. All right. Well, I'm a one trick, one trick pony at this point. I'm gonna swing my great axe again. It's what you do best. <laughs> uh, only a 15 on that one. That will not hit. Okay, so I'm gonna drop my great axe to one side and I am going to punch this thing as hard as I can. <laughs> Gonna punch it, all right. Uh, that would be a 12 plus a nine, so a 21, and he'll take a six damage. Yeah, it'll it'll hit. All right, uh, so you sock this thing, you know, just right in the face. Uh, it looks at you, and, you know, you, it doesn't exactly have a recognizable face. You can see it just asking the question, why? <laughs> yeah, it, it looks down to the great axe at your side. Yeah, just a, a momentary release from the chaos it's going through, the terrible pain, just to marvel in the sheer audacity of your of your unarmed attack. Um, and in return, it is also going to make an unarmed attack with its tail. Will a fourteen hit you? No, it will not. All right. So it, it's just so shocked by this that it just like <laughs> lazily flicks its tail around and just completely misses you. Uh, it's it's narrow, but I need you guys all to uh, make a wisdom saving throw again. 17. 16. 15. So you... You guys are going to all take six uh, psychic damage as you just hear this thing just scream. Be it in pain, confusion, we don't know. At that, Kyle, it is your turn. All right, stabby, stabby. Another sneak yeah, I think I think you currently have the uh, spear up its butt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, 20. That'll hit to hit all right and just stab it with a spear give me a moment while i add up the damage on this 22 damage so yikes man so as you uh as you get ready to you know jab this spear right into this thing tell me how do you kill it Nice. Uh, well, since I'm already there, I just I ram the spear straight up its. Uh, I mean, I don't know what is it on a giant octopus, a cloaca. Just, just ram it straight up, 
<laughs> and then uh, once I've got it like in there, I like I put my palm on the butt of the spear and I push it in as far as it can. I want this thing to come out of its head. I'm like, no, yeah. <laughs> Indeed, it does. You guys, you guys see that just so pissed off. He's already been knocked unconscious by this thing, control, like mind controlled by it. Kyle is not fucking around, and he just takes this spear and rams it right through this thing in a in a, in a show of strength that Crunk would be impressed with. You know, just rams it straight up there. And Crunk, uh, you're actually you know right at the front of this thing, and you see a spear jab right in front of your eyes as it stops <laughs> as it comes right through the front of the forehead of this creature keep in mind kyle you are elbow deep in this thing and the <laughs> things you're feeling right now you do not want to describe it just stops thrashing slowly it just starts to sink to the bottom of the abyss as it lets out a whale and you guys have beaten it congratulations <laughs> couldn't talk the whole time because I was underwater. (laughs) (laughs) And so I imagine you guys, if you guys would like to surface, you may uh, make your way to the the end of the cavern. I'm going to go back to Hatchet and make sure he's all right. He's doing all right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, uh, you you guys step up on land, uh, other side of the riverbank, and Hatchet's like, well, that was a eventful fight. Just crawling up on shore. Can we, can we please not do that again? Let's hope so. Uh, uh, Kyle? Kyle. What? That was, uh, it's pretty impressive at the end. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, it was pretty impressive, and uh, you might want to consider giving us some of that uh, money that you're getting. We definitely uh, did that together. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it after we leave, which, well, uh, on that note... Let me put it this way. I can still beat you, even though I just fought this thing. I still got a knife, and you saw what I did with a spear. Do you really want to have this argument right now? We'll talk about it later, but uh, I did punch it in the face to show it who's <laughs> boss. I just, I just kind of look at him like I, I don't even know how to, how to respond to that. Like you punched it, why? why? <laughs> you have an axe. You this is bringing a little bit of that Carly energy. Kids, let's, uh, I'm getting old. My back is hurting. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> and as you guys are, you know, uh, walking past this, you open up these big double doors uh, and you see just a big long staircase uh, leading up and you see light at the end of it. And as you guys walk up the staircase, you know, in relative silence, uh, reveling in either the glory or the horror of what you've just done. It's a little above, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> when you come out to the top, you're standing in, you know, an open clearing surrounded by forest. There's no one there. You, you're surprised that surprisingly unguarded. As you get to the top, you see Hatchet turn to you guys. Well, I suppose I have my thanks to give to all of you. I didn't think when I uh, sent those letters that you'd become coming so quickly. Now, and he pulls out a uh, a bag, a satchel from his uh, jacket, 
and hands it to Kyle. You'll find what you were promised in there. And as you, as you look at it, it's this brilliant, uh, glowing blue gemstone. Uh, you know, about, about the size of a baseball, maybe bigger, glowing with this beautiful radiant blue light. You've never seen anything like it in your entire life. I believe you will find that to be suitable. Oh, oh, indeed. Indeed, I will. So. Uh, now, I'm afraid I must be going. And he starts to walk off, you know, into the shaded well, woods. Before, before he leaves, I do, like, uh, just before before you go, I do I do have one quick quick question. Yes. Uh, who who told you about me? Because you've been in there a while. <laughs> uh, like you say, I've been in there a while. I have found some allies. Okay. I mean, I got paid, so I don't I don't really care that much. But. Excuse me, Mister Mister Hatchet, sir. And I'd run up behind him. And I'm going to run up to stop him. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, what was it I promised you? You you were going to give me information about my brother's death. Ah, uh, right. Your brother. I met him once. And he screamed like a baby as I slit his throat. And that's where we're going to leave it off. Oh, oh my, man, you just made my blood boil. I punch him in the face. <laughs> he, he disappears. He's Ooh, gone. That son of a bitch. Was it even Hatchet? <laughs> A riveting conclusion to our exciting alternative side quest. I'm still reeling from Sky's vicious attack on the monster's posterior, a move you both love and hate. We would like to thank you for joining us, and we'll return to our regularly scheduled adventure next week. If you enjoy the podcast, please leave us a review wherever you can. If you want to support the show, check us out at patreon.com slash lastnerdsonearth. We've got some amazing rewards there, like creating your own PC for us, joining us in a one-shot, and even having myself DM a one-shot with you and four of your friends. Be sure to hit us up on Twitter at LastNerdsEarth. We'd love talking to you all and getting to know you. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week on Last Nerds on Earth, Tale of the Five Crystals.